Welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast. Now, sit back and enjoy while Nick and Trevor help you use your technology to make money and delight your clients. Well, good morning and welcome to the Accounting Technology Fireside Chat Podcast from lockdown in Sydney. How are you, Trevor? <laughs> oh, we were just talking about it, isn't it? Unfortunately, you guys in Sydney were can't behave and teach all our all the politicians that we can do it we don't need to be treated like children yeah we need to be treated like children mm, devastating yeah, so, so the news is today um the government which is really bad at leaking stuff to the media they haven't done very much has leaked to the media that we've got another week of lockdown coming up yeah yeah we know we've heard all about it we're like <laughs> i can't tell you like there's this whole thing of disappointment um, there's a little bit of smugness. Ah, you guys are in it again, you know, rah, rah. But, oh, gosh. I wish we, uh, anyway, it is what it is. This is the world as we know it today. So we just keep it, on keeping on, isn't it? It is, absolutely. So we're going to talk about a fun thing today. Well, not so much fun. We're going no. to talk about is your data safe? And, and the reason I'm going to talk about that today, and I'm, I've got a little news article in front of me. So what, what happened this week was um, when you engage what you call your IT guy or what we call a managed service provider to look after your IT, um, in order for them to scale and look after lots of customers, they use something called a remote monitoring and management tool or RMM. And that allows them to update your machines, patch your machines, set some policy, uh, remote control when something goes wrong. That, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and one of, yeah. the, one of the vendors of that, there's a bunch of different vendors, but one of them is a company called Kaseya. And right. this week, Kaseya got hit globally with a ransomware attack, which didn't hit Kaseya. It hit all of the end customers of those managed service providers. So in Australia, we think about 300 customer sites and at least five Australian managed service providers have been hit. And the guys asking for the ransomware are asking for a simple amount of money called of $70 million to decrypt the victims. Um, and they think the insurance company will probably pay it. Of Kaseya? Yeah. So it's the victims, the victims. Of, No, the victims of Kaseya's customers. So Kaseya sells to IT companies who then use this to deliver solutions to the end customer. Um, and there's thousands of them with all their data encrypted post this ransomware attack. For $70 million, you'd think you'd, you know, get a couple of SWAT teams and head on down somewhere to go find them, you know. Yeah, you're didn't not Interpol say, didn't Interpol and the Dutch police at a conference I was at say that they can they can break, <laughs> they've got all the codes for all these ransomware? Yeah, and they, they, they don't. I mean, it, it, it doesn't work that way. They've got codes for some of the common ones, um, but this is a new one. Um, yeah. So Kaseya is saying it's not that bad because there's 36,000 customers, they're using them. But here's the interesting trick. It's only the IT providers who are what we call legacy. It's only the ones with on-premises stuff, the mm. old servers in racks who've been hit by this. Anybody using the cloud platform was ever at risk. No one using the cloud platform was at risk. And I think I thought we'd talk about that because um, I've had lots of chats over the years with accountants who seem to be of the, the, the feeling that if it's on my server in my office, it's more secure that if it's somewhere in the cloud. And I think I think we've got to bust that myth, right? 
it's it's not just accountants, Nick. It's everybody. I'm <laughs> I'm having these discussions, you know, now that we're, you know, I'm not only dealing with all the accountants out there, and we went through this for 10 years and trying to go through these things, but and now I'm out with business and business have that same concept. And unfortunately, their IT, your IT, the IT providers are telling them this. They, they know, are. Yeah. Do you know why? They're scaring the shit out of them. They're saying, you know, don't put it in the cloud. It's not safe. It's not this. It's not that, you know. Do you know why? Because they want to play with boxes. No. <laughs> sell no, you I, boxes. I think, <laughs> no, they want to sell you boxes. So there's mm. far more money. For an, so we used to say when you're a traditional IT provider, Right, so you sell customers boxes and implementation and that kind of stuff. Um, you need about a hundred customers to keep your business kind of floating and alive. If you're in the world of cloud, you need a thousand customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you make a tenth of the revenue, but it's good. You should be making a tenth of the revenue. It makes sense. But these guys are so desperate to hold on to things, they end up putting their customers at risk. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and and when we say boxes, that we're talking about margin on servers and yeah. margin on, and then maintaining the server and you know Installing making sure it doesn't get hacked and, and doing all yeah. these sort of things, and uh, it seems to fly and it seems to defeat the whole purpose. Is what you're telling me. It, it, it is. You're, you know, there's this thought that it's better. And, and I'm just reading the comments on this article. And there's only one comment on it. And then the, one of the guys says it's very disingenuous of them to say their cloud isn't affected when the same patch as on prem is being applied to their cloud. Well, their cloud wasn't affected. Mm. Right? So it's not disingenuous. It's, it's, it's the truth. But there's another, this is in an IT provider magazine right and so there's another it provider still pushing the same stuff because they've got stuck in their head that you don't want to go to cloud um and yet uh, I, I i've got a friend who runs a little it provider and i was helping him out a year ago move to the cloud and he thinks business has never been better he thinks he's awesome he's so pleased he did it but yes. that's a drop in the ocean there's still ones peddling servers and infrastructure and hardware when the ones who the ones you should be talking to are the ones who stop doing it and, uh, and there's one other thing what do you know about ransomware well as i said to you i think interpol and all that of uh you know they were telling us at the conference that you can they've they've worked out all the codes and all of those sort of things yeah. but i don't think it's that um i just what is it i think it's some sort of virus or, or lock that they put on your computer and you've got to pay money you've got to pay a ransom for them to unlock it so, so how, do you know they, how do you know they're going to do that <laughs> exactly and and uh, there's a couple of things because I've, I've been reading quite a lot about this first of all they encrypt all of your data um and it, there's certain types of encryption you can use that uh you know would take all of the computing power in the world up until the heat death of the universe to break. So they use pretty strong encryption. And yes, you're right. Interpol can break, you know, the known ransomwares, but it doesn't take very much to build a one that isn't known. It's, yeah. it's not that, not that difficult. So, so they go, and then they, they put up a page saying, if you want to decrypt it, you can buy the key by sending us Bitcoin or whatever to this address, but you've got no guarantee. They're going to give you the key. And it was worse. A friend was telling me in America, if it's state-sponsored, so it's not just some random hacker group, but it's coming from you know, North Korea or Iran or one of those companies that are on the list that the U.S. consider terrorism, if you pay the amount, you're considered to be aiding and betting terrorists and you will be arrested. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is madness. It is. 
it is. So, 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 so like you, you said last week, Microsoft provide a ransomware guarantee. How do they do that? How do they provide that guarantee? Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Um, Microsoft ransomware protections. I'm going to look it up so I make sure that I get the right thing. So, so there's a bunch of things you can do, um, but the key thing is using Microsoft OneDrive. Right. Right. So if you only have your files on your PC, yeah. Right. If somebody puts ransomware on there, your files encrypted and you're stuffed. Yeah. If you're saving all your files on OneDrive, when ransomware occurs, because OneDrive versions all of your files, yeah, right. They it, can... all, all Microsoft have to do is go back to the previous version, and there's no ransomware in the file, and your file's fine. So yeah. that's why they offer you ransomware protection. They have OneDrive has built in, and this is you know, honestly, this is for Office 365, but really, this is free as well. So if you're using um, um, just just the free stuff at home, you can use the built-in ransomware detection and recovery and versioning, right? So but, it's really but it's cool. It's never gonna like the guys building this Casio, was it? That's right, Casio, Casio, Casio. The guys building that have got to be smart, right? They've got to be out. They've yep. got to have protections yep. in there. Who who's saying some very smart guy from North Korea or wherever is going to come in and get into Microsoft? So it's it's a matter of economies of scale and size, right? Kaseya say they've got thirty thousand customers. Mm. Um, Microsoft have in excess of two and a half billion. Right. Right, so if you look at the scale and size, so my, so where where Kaseya put one guy looking at security, right? And yeah. I'm not saying Kaseya have one guy looking at security. I'm sure they've got a lot more, right? They're not a small company. <laughs> Microsoft have hundreds, right? They have yeah. whole teams looking at this the whole time. They're hooked into all the major government security centers. They are so far across this. But also, they've, they've been kind of smart. They've gone, we built our infrastructure so well, it actually, and there's things you can do to protect from data, malware, and ransomware. But there's 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 three things you can do to stop this to start with. Right? First of all, visiting unsafe, suspicious, or fake web websites on your work PC. Next, mm -hmm. opening file attachments you weren't expecting or from people you don't know. Don't do that. And thirdly, opening bad, malicious or bad links in email, Facebook, Twitter, and other social media or in SMS chats. Don't I, don't click on links. Don't download and open stuff. That you don't know. But, but this is different, right? They've got in through the yeah. application called Kaseo, and they're, but so they're not, are they locking, are they encrypting the client servers? Or they so, encrypting... So Kaseya is evil. Well, it's not evil. It's a really cool tool. But you'll install a Kaseya agent on every PC or device that you want to manage. Uh, yeah. So when you phone your IT provider and say, I've got a problem with my PC, they'll say, no worries, Trev, I'll remote in and fix it. That's because their software is running on your PC. Right? Yeah. When you get in through something like Kaseya, it means they can really quickly deliver ransomware to your device really efficiently you don't have to, get, have to click on anything covid's got nothing on this stuff huh? it's, 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 it's actually <laughs> quite cool right and interestingly you, you ransomware infections can sit in your um pc for years and then on suddenly on one date it encrypts all your files and you're done and it would have been there for ages so there's no way of tracking where it came from it just sits there until a certain date where it encrypts everybody so how, how do I know my IT provider wasn't using Kaseo, and how do I know? So when you say 
they're going to go there and getting into on-prem. So if I use an IT provider, but I've got all my yes. emails and I've got all my documents in the cloud and I've got um, my so, OneDrive. So, so here's, here's, here's the important thing here. Your IT provider is not running Microsoft Office 365. Microsoft is running Office 365. Right. right? So, so if, if you're on Office 365 and your files are on you know, SharePoint or OneDrive and you have no files you store locally and you don't have servers, then you're a lot better off but if I had a server for all my legacy yes. applications, the legacy data, that could be at risk. Yes. And my PCs probably need to be wiped and re-cleaned and all of these sort of things to make sure yep. that's okay. Yep. How do, I, um, how do I go search on my computer to see what my IT provider is using as an agent? That's an interesting question. You could see what's running, but you need a little bit of knowledge to understand what they're using. So I'd ask them. I'd give them a call and say, hey, what are you using for your remote management and monitoring tool? Well, do. Because I think it's an, 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 an interesting question <laughs> to ask um, so you can see what's going on. Um, so, so finally, with ransomware, um, people will pay, right? So you'll, yes. you'll go and pay these guys, and you won't get money. In Australia, um, you can go to something called the ScamWatch website, which is scamwatch.gov.au. And that's where you can actually subscribe for email alerts on scams, including ransomware, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a whole lot of, of resources and people you can talk to there. So writing that down, that's an important one. Scamwatch.com.au. No, .gov.au. .gov.gov, thank you. Um. So when was the last I when was the last time you heard anybody paying Bitcoin to a ransomware oh, provider? Uh, yeah, uh, quite often. It's 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 quite yeah common. yeah. I hadn't heard uh, it before until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I've I've heard of also people paying Bitcoin and then not getting their files unlocked. Ooh, yeah. So this guy, it was about four or five years ago. He paid three Bitcoin. <laughs> wow, that's quite a lot of money. No, it was only eight hundred bucks a Bitcoin back then. But <laughs> I thought, so, wow. so the amount lost this year um, in Victoria um, across thirty-one thousand reports is thirty-five million dollars so far. Um, New South Wales has done better. We've lost forty-four million dollars so far. That's across all of Scamwatch's scams, right? So it's not just ransomware. But, but this in this industry, this stuff, this what's going? It's a multi-billion-dollar industry it, 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 that's going in and and putting these viruses on and attacking. And this is you're just saying ransomware. You're not talking about other other hacks and you know getting in and and tricking people to pay money. That's that's different again, isn't it? There, there's all sorts of other things as well. So if you go to the Scamwatch website and have a look at hacking, that will give you a whole thing on what ransomware is, how to note how to notice it, how to find out that it's happening, all sorts of stuff. Now now we we're sitting here and a little bit flabbergasted that there's hearing that IT providers are still providing this and still doing those sort of things because we've been talking about this for 10, Ten years. years. Yes. Nick. <laughs> 10, <laughs> and that's why I'm a little bit... Tired uh, of it? It's a, 
Well, I feel like I feel like how I started the conversation about New South Wales in lockdown again. A little bit disappointed <laughs> and a little bit smug. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm disappointed that as an industry we've not moved, and I'm not talking. I'm talking about everything in business that we haven't yeah. moved, and we've got people still convincing people that that's okay. And you know, and you need to be and, and having a server, and you need to upgrade this, and you need. We've still got this going on. And but I'm a little bit smug because I'm sitting there. We've been talking about this for so long. I think in it in at Hub One, we only when we were at Hub One and we were providing, we were doing managed service um, services. We only ever had one client ever got a ransomware attack and lost any data, and that was a single PC. And we said to him, "But we did tell you to lot." Um, you you remember that? Yep. And he yep. said. Oh, yeah, but I put it on my desktop. And that was before. So now OneDrive you can sync back your up. desktop to OneDrive. Yeah, that's right. back up and all of that. So you don't even get that anymore. So no, well, the, the neat thing about doing that as well is um, I just I, I rebuild my PC on a regular basis because I'm now running the early builds of Windows 11. Um, which means it's probably a weekly rebuild. Um, but I've got it down to such a fine art now, I can totally wipe my machine and rebuild it. And, and it takes the machine about four hours, but it does it all itself. There's no manual intervention. And all my documents and files and everything are back there as they were. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I was talking to someone yesterday. I do a complete rebuild without fail every three months, but not weekly. <laughs> but anyway, I've got dodgy beta builds on mine. Yeah, and, you know, we've got things like, and, you know, maybe one thing we could talk about is Edge, the new version, the Edge browser and Chrome browser. and But the beauty of all of that is your Microsoft account's all linked to it all and it just goes, turns out, it's all connected yeah. again. You know, you've got all your brain. You don't have to read. There's not much to read, to put together again. It's all in there. Yeah, it's also got a password manager in it. So both of those mm. browsers have a password manager. They'll select, they'll suggest passwords for things you log into, and they'll keep a list of your passwords there as well so you can find them. As long as you make sure you're using. So here's the key thing. The key trick, there's only one. Use multi-factor authentication. Yeah. Right, so do not just have a username and password because you'll get you'll get nobbled. Um, yeah. Have a username and password and something else. So whether it's one of those codes on your phone, whether it's biometrics, looking at your you know, what your face looks like or your thumbprint or whatever it is, have multi-factor authentication because that really stops them in their tracks. Okay. So let's list down what do we have to do today. Yep. If we're worried about things, first thing, contact your IT provider and ask him what they're using for. So What's if you're worried the about the if you're worried about the Kaseya breach, right? First of all, um, phone your IT provider and ask them if they're using Kaseya, K-A-S-E-Y-A, and ask them if they've been impacted by the recent ransomware issue. Yeah. Um, that's the first. But if you if you've got a server on prem, yes, and they've used Kaseya, but it, yes. is it that or is it also the is the Kaseya the Kaseya software needs to be running on-prem. So talk to your managed, talk to your IT provider. They'll have got lots of communications from Kaseya if they use it, and they'll understand your risk. If they use something else, that other provider will have reached out to them to say whether they're impacted or not. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So in the first instance, speak to your IT provider. Your next instance, if you've got files locally or on a file server, is to talk to your IT provider about how you get them into Office 365, how you get those things into OneDrive and, and OneDrive for Business to protect yourself from ransomware. 
Exactly. Like having any documents on a server now is 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 crazy. I understand you may have a legacy application and and so forth like the that that haven't moved to the cloud. Um, yep. But you can run those. You can definitely run those. We were my we were crazily for the first you know for from 2011 to 2018 working out how we were pretty much got every application into a cloud based into an Azure environment. <clears throat> Yeah, but that's that's not in some ways that's not good enough. You want to be using software as a service applications wherever you can. You don't want to be running legacy applications on servers that you have to maintain an antivirus and keep updated. And that's just it's just hard work. So so here's some other ways to protect yourself. Make sure your antivirus and anti-spyware is up to date. If you have Windows 10, I would suggest you use the Microsoft one that comes as part of your operating system. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I actually I wouldn't be using a third-party one. I think the Microsoft one's better. That's Windows um, Defender. That's Windows Defender. So Windows 10 yeah. or 11, make sure that's turned on and you're using it. Do a virus check. You can go into the security settings on your computer and do a virus check. Um, make sure um, your network is secure and you don't use external Wi-Fi hotspots. So you don't connect to the airport or the pub or the cafe or McDonald's. I use your phone. That, well, yeah, use tether to, tether to your phone and VPN as well if you can. Right. Okay. With you. Okay. Choose passwords that are difficult to guess. <laughs> we talked about this. Right. Do multi-factor th authentication. All right. Next, don't click on attachments or open open attachments or click on links that you've got from strangers. If yeah. at all you're worried, phone someone and say, "Did you just send me something?" Then yeah. nobody's going to be upset about you saying that. Send them a Teams message or something. Don't, if you get something, some scam on Facebook, don't message the person who sent you the scam on Facebook and say, is this a scam? Because if the hacker's got their account, they'll respond and say, no, it's not a scam. It's all fine. It's not a scam. It's, it's all scam. good. Um, be uh, you know, one thing is read, yeah. read the email address that it's yeah. coming from. So when it comes from nick.whale.gov.au, I used to go well and and telling me to put ten thousand dollars into this account. I knew it wasn't you. Yes, not that we had the ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, there's there's also a wonderful site um, which doesn't link anymore, so I'm not going to even link to that. Um, but my, um, the government, Australian government, have a site called Stay Smart Online. Um, so if you Google Stay Smart Online, that will help you do those kind of things. Um, there are scams you can report. You can report to the ACCC. You can, so that scamwatch.gov.au is somewhere to go and have a look. And just just read and, and, and get yourself educated. You can't, yeah, as a director of a company, you can't say this is my IT person's problem. It's not, it's yours. So you need to educate yourself on it. Excellent. Now in India, awesome. here's my, my my scam of the week. In India, they've got <laughs> fake vaccine centres where they're injecting people with saline and taking their money. You just, Whereas yeah. in New in New South Wales, we just inject public schoolboys with Pfizer. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Well, <laughs> you think that was uh, well, this is a good little idea? Let's get everybody uh, going, and then we'll. Maybe it's a little uh, test to see what happens, well, you know. Um, you, uh, I, I, I hate to go to politics on this thing, but New South Wales Health said it was an accident. And I, having done some work in schools, I, I failed to see how you can accidentally slip and inject 163 students without mm. filling out an awful lot of paperwork. Yeah, 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 that's right. Something's going and on. For, for a start, they must have got permission slips from all, all of the parents. Every no, single well. one of them. 
yeah, we could we could go on and on. But anyway, I'm gonna yeah, I'm not gonna dive into conspiracies. I let other people do. That's not what this is for. But anyway, um, is your data safe? Welcome um, back, welcome it, back to yeah. the conspiracy theories, Nick. Yeah, I haven't heard you talk about those for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, they're a little bit less. You know, now all that Q stuff's going on, which is stupid. They're, right. they're looking, it's not as it's not as cool to be into conspiracy theories. <laughs> I'm not anymore. Love it, love it. <laughs> it's, I love it's all it. A, it's all a bit dodgy. It's it's reached mainstream, so I'm out of there. I'll think of something else next. But think um, of something else to have fun with. Yeah. yeah so but, running but, around but, with but, a tinfoil hat on your head in the backyard is just you know IT, the neighbours look. IT security is my thing at the moment, so be careful with your files. Um, it's it's well, a, ransomware, a ransomware attack. I've seen. I've been into organisations after one and uh, way after one. So we had a couple of companies who had one a few years ago um, that we picked up. Yeah, a couple of years later after they got rid of their IT provider, funnily. And um, their business is so devastated. You know, you see, you know, thousands and thousands of files, all their history, photos, all sorts of business data lost because of a ransomware attack. Yeah. And, and I think it's the same as, you know, when our building fell over. So our office that we worked in collapsed and we were fine because we were in the cloud, but in the same building was a financial planner and he had all of his records on paper in his office and lost all of it. And that was devastating to his business. But if you've got all of your data electronically, a ransomware attacks just as bad. So you've got this to protect for it. Fire, so, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Cool. So there the, we go. Your, your insurance policies have changed now from, rebuild your documents to cyber security absolutely absolutely sure. and you need to look at your yeah and when you go now and apply for a cyber policy the insurance company is going to check you've done the right thing they're not just going to give you an insurance policy you have to go through a checklist which will involve multi-factor authentication are you clicking on links do you have the right security systems in place have you got and stuff we in the cloud? have you got ransomware protection <laughs> yes that's like saying um do you play in your office with matches Yes. No, bad. You build... Do not play it. Do not play in your office with matches. <laughs> Do not build open log fires in your office. Yeah, that, that's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Trev, that's been lots of fun this morning. Uh, that has been fun. Very exciting. And there's a bit of work for me to go and do as well and everybody else to go and do. Um, you know, it's, it's really good to just make sure that we're all on top of these things. So another great discussion, Nick. Thanks again. Cool. Awesome. You have a great day. And I'll go back to later. lockdown. Get so, back yeah. in the lockdown. Get back in your box. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later.